Welcome to Drive Time, where we look to jumpstart amazing conversations. I'm your host, Ryan McElrath, high school pastor at Fellowship Bible Church in Jackson, Tennessee, and I'm excited that you've joined us. Now, let's put it in drive. Welcome back to another episode of Drive Time, where we answer kids' questions to spark amazing conversations. Today is January 15th, and it is our second part of answering Abby Hathcock's question here at Fellowship Bible Church, what is a soul? So right now, pause. If you have not gone and listened to last week's podcast, I suggest that you do so that you can get a firm understanding on the difference between soul and the Holy Spirit before you listen today in a very, it's a very philosophical answer. And because it's philosophical, we're bringing back the senior, the man, the myth, the legend, Jonathan. How are you doing, Jonathan? Good. How about you? I'm doing really well. That's good. Jonathan goes to Augustine high school and he has studied lots of theology so i brought him in on this very special sunday to answer all of these wonderful things and today is january 15th and it is national bagel day oh oh i know so you have you walked into a bagel shop what you only have enough money for one bagel and which bagel are you going to get Okay, so bagel shop, not like grocery store, like no, no, the bagel. place where you get bagels. The base, yeah, the, the the place where you get bagels. Okay, a bagel store, the bagelry. I don't think that's it. Is okay. that it? Bagelry? No, probably not. But you walk into a bagel store. Panera, cinnamon sugar. Cinnamon sugar, but toasted. Well, yeah, with I mean, the butter. That's that goes without saying. Toasted, right. yeah. No, I don't. There's not a lot of people out there that just rip into a raw bagel i have a couple in my family oh raw raw bagels do we we don't call they're cooked but just cold anyway uh for me i like everything and so we just go with everything bagel i like it that was going to be my answer if we were like going into the grocery store to buy a bagel yeah it's true because you can't guarantee those cinnamon sugar bagels in the grocery store and today's fun fact just for everyone out there who didn't know did you know that the longest wedding veil, the thing that like, you know, right, right behind the bride was the same length as 63 and a half, wait for it, football fields. Wait. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Football fields? Football fields. 63 and a half football fields. Are we going to do the math on that? 22,000. 843 feet and two inches. That's like four miles. I 22,000 feet. 22,843 That's feet. almost four miles. I know. She has the Guinness World Record of the longest wedding veil. Um, ironically, she's from Cyprus, that little island. So I was kind of curious on if her veil just stretched <laughs> from one side of the island to the other. I don't know. Could happen, but that is a very long veil. That is a, it's a lot of laundry. I wonder how many people stepped on her veil. Probably thousands. What did she do with it afterwards? It doesn't say. No one knows. Maybe it's still there covering the entire, <laughs> it's just, we just leave it. We take it off and we leave it where it lies. Anyway, moving on. Uh, back to the important part of this podcast. Not that everything in conversations aren't important, but... 
we got the second part of answering Abby's question is what is a soul? And so today we are going to answer in a very philosophical way. And so everyone put your thinking caps on the five states of a soul. So we talked about last week, the difference between a uh, soul and spirit. And today we're talking about the five states of the soul. So here we go. Let's kick it off. Jonathan, what is number one? Number one is sensation. Sensation. That is the first part of a soul. It's the state of awareness, such as like uh, pain. You feel pain? All the time. I feel pain. We all feel pain. We step on Legos in the middle of the night as you're trying not to turn on lights and wake people up. Exactly. You step on a Lego. It's ah! the worst. It, oh, the pain. So that's sensation. That's part of part of your soul. The next is? Belief. Belief. Very good. A belief is a person's view. A belief is, um, for example, if it's raining outside, if I believe that it's raining outside, then I'm going to go grab a coat or umbrella. Coat or an umbrella. That's right. A belief serves as the basis for a person's tendency to act on that belief. The third one is thought. Thought is mental content that can be in, expressed, um, well, you know, inside your head or out loud. You know, we have logical thoughts. Sometimes we have illogical thoughts. Sometimes we have good thoughts. Sometimes we have bad thoughts. But all thoughts are part, is a state of a soul. So we have sensation. We have belief. We have thought. Jonathan, hit us with the next one. Desire. Desire. Desire is part of our soul. It's a certain inclination or wanting to do something or to have something or to avoid something. Desires, um, they can be conscious or unconscious, and they're, you know, they're fulfilled through certain activities. But for example, everyone born has a desire to be loved. God created us with a beautiful desire to be loved. Now, how are we going to fulfill that desire? So in our soul, we have a desire to be loved, and God wants us to be loved through him, but some people, they don't. They find their love in other places. And so there's still a, a huge need um, for the Spirit, and we'll come back to that, but we'll hit the last one real quick. What is the last one, Jonathan? Act of will. Act of will. Actually acting upon your sensations, your thoughts, your belief, your desires. All of that is wrapped up in the act of will. It's that choice. It's the what you're doing. Um, and so those are the five states of the soul. Now, those are still states of the soul. Paul tells us in First Thessalonians 5.23, he tells us something very, very important. Read that for us, Jonathan. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Paul fills us in on something very important. And he talks about, and he uses this word sanctify, that there are parts of our soul, thoughts, desires, beliefs, the act of our will, the sensation. But all of, the, all of those things are good things, and they are part of every single human being. That's our soul. 
But if the God of peace is going to sanctify us completely, it can't just be us with our soul. We need the Holy Spirit. And that goes back to last week when we talked about the difference. That the God of peace would sanctify us completely. That Jesus Christ came and gave his life so that when we respond with faith and repentance, we are given the gift of the Holy Spirit. So that when we experience sensation, thought, belief, desire, or acting on our will, that we do so through the power of the Holy Spirit, and we do so to follow God, not to follow our own selfish ways. So I know that's a lot of information, and we went a little bit longer today, but this is an important aspect. So parents, if you're out there, if this just went kind of over everyone's head, or if this sparked some curiosity, dive deeper. Dive deeper with your kids. Have good conversations on aspects of the soul. And maybe this has sparked an interest for you as parents to learn more about these types of things so that you can impass them upon to your children. Thank you so much for joining us. And thank you, Abby, for that wonderful question that we were able to answer over these last two weeks. Have great conversations. Thanks again for joining us on this episode of Drive Time. I pray that this short listen will turn into a road trip conversation with your family. I'll see you next time.